Welcome to the Odds Checker Premier League preview panel. We're going to rattle through the fixtures for this weekend's football. I'm joined to my left by Odds Checker's Ryan Elliott. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Excellent. I'm good. And on my right, we have the new Matchbook Football Podcast host. Ali Maxwell, how are you doing, Ali? Very well, thank you. Yeah, it's a good title to have. Yeah, it's amazing. Very, very massive congratulations from one of us here that you've got the got the job. Thank uh, you. Emmett, who, who pre- presents the racing podcast, has been on our one as well. So hopefully lots of uh, you to come on our checker channels. Hope so too. Fingers crossed. You can find the, the uh, Matchbook podcast on all your podcast places. Came out a couple of days ago, previewing these same games. And Ali was speaking to some of the shrewdest minds in the game as well. So... He'll be able to steal their thoughts for this now. I'm uh, going to start with the early kickoff on Saturday, Ryan. It's Cardiff against Newcastle. Two teams tipped maybe to be strugglers this season. Cardiff at home, maybe not a great one for, for the neutral viewer, but there will be a few of us. Who's going to win it? Well, what a game to choose for TV, first of all. I'm glad this is one that we all get to see live on the televisions. Um, we know Neil Warnock. We know what he's going to do. It won't be a fun affair, and I think it will be nil-nil. Nil-nil, Ali? One-nil Cardiff. I think that they were unlucky to draw a blank at Bournemouth on the weekend. And I think there's still some uncertainty at Newcastle, so I'm going for a, a classic Warnock 1-0 home win. I'm going for 1-0 away win. So between the three of us, we have, uh, we have two goals and three <laughs> different results. <laughs> Take your pick, who's the shrewdest? I think 1-0, I think this Newcastle team uh, have been given a bit of a tough time by the press really. I still think they're very good. I think Rafa's a good manager. And whilst I think Cardiff are going to be tricky to break down, I can't really see them scoring. So... We all disagree there. Three o'clock kickoffs now. Everton against Southampton. They used to call it the Ronald Koeman derby. Going to my right, Ali Maxwell. What do you reckon? I'm going to go for 2 0 Everton. I think that they've got clearly quality going forward. And uh, Southampton just, I think they're going to be a slow starter. Not sure Mark Hughes will last that long. Right. I agree. I think 2 0. I think Southampton are in big trouble this season. I really, really do. Um, they were so lucky last year to stay up. Uh, Mark Hughes did bail them out big time. And. I think they're a tip for relegation for me. So 2 and Everton Ooh. as well. Tip for relegation. So you've got two for the price of one there. I think it's going to be 2 nil Everton. Look at that. 8 to 1 that is. Best price with the likes of Bet365, BetStars and, uh, and Bet Victor. I'm sure Ali will tell you to check the matchbook price as well because the exchanges are often bigger. Um, 8 to 1 that is 2 nil. I agree. I think that this Everton team is very good indeed. I think Southampton on their travels are going to struggle yet again and they're going to take some time to bed in those new signings. Next up, former Premier League champions Leicester against future Premier League champions Wolves. Ryan, Leicester, Leicester Wolves. Wolves may be a bit disappointing in the first game of the season, but a chance here. Well, I actually thought Leicester played quite well against United. Um, maybe a bit hard done by not to win, at least get something from the game. Um, Wolves, still a bit unknown for me, unknown quantity. We don't know how the signings will gel together. 2 1 Leicester. 2 1 Leicester, BTTS and Leicester win. The other way you could look at that. Ali? Yeah, I don't disagree too much. I'm going to go with 2 0 Leicester. Really impressed with how they played at Old Trafford. I just think that they're a bit more sure of themselves at this stage than Wolves, who are still getting to grips with the Premier League. So 2-0 to Leicester. I'm going one all here. Um, I think that Wolves maybe should be disappointed for not getting the win, but I think we saw the quality they had in that team. And Ruben Neves put in arguably the performance of the weekend, uh, albeit against 10 men. Uh, I think they'll be hard to break down here. And I think that both teams, they may even take a draw going into the game. So one all for me uh, in Leicester. Wolves, fourth game. Tottenham against Fulham, Ali, uh, EFL specialist as well. Fulham, a team you know a lot about. Can they cause problems at Wembley on Saturday? They can definitely cause problems, but I don't see them troubling Tottenham in terms of the end result. I'm going to go with 3-1 here. I, I, I worry that Jokanovic never really has a plan B. 
And when they've, when they've played big teams in the cup in the last few years and tried to play that same style, uh, they've ended up getting pretty comfortably beaten. Namely Spurs. Exactly. Spurs yeah. are, are, are one of the examples. So I, I'm going to pick that trend to continue. I'm going to go for 3-1 Spurs. Ryan? Yes, I agree. I think Fulham will struggle as well. Um, the likes of Atonga and Sanchez will nullify Mitrovic. And Harry Kane's hat-trick, obviously, at Krivikoc a few years ago. He might even break Do- his August curse. August. Might even break. His, I've, I've actually tipped him to break his August curse and score. Brave Honestly, three 0 to Tottenham. I'm going four 0 Tottenham as well. I, I really like this Fulham team, but uh, I think Mawson, Adoy, and Reem are all apparently out, and that could be absolutely grim. And we've seen Spurs tear teams apart, even at Wembley uh, in recent years. So I, I think all of us here are going to be looking at the handicap markets for Tottenham against Fulham. <sighs> Right, next one. We're rattling through these as, as I wanted us to. Uh, West Ham against Bournemouth. It was meant to be another new dawn for West Ham. It looks like it's another false dawn. Bournemouth, a lot of people's tip to go down. Look very impressive in a home run against Cardiff. Ryan, who's going to win this one? Oh, they're a funny team, West Ham, aren't they? Made so many fantastic signings, as everyone thought, and then meekly get smashed for Liverpool. It's Liverpool. You know, it's, it's hard to really judge West Ham off that. Having said that, I think they have a poor season. So I think... 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one score draw, Ali? I'm going for a score draw. More entertaining, though. 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> I, I really like this Bournemouth team. I think they, they know what they are. I think <clears> the, the, some of their attacking players are, make them better than the sum of their parts. And West Ham still very much getting to grips with each other. So, uh, But they do have that pure quality that I think Bournemouth maybe lack. So 2-2 two, two for me. I, I agree. 2-2. Two, two. Um, Desmond, I think that uh, yeah, I think West Ham do have enough going forward to cause a Bournemouth... Poor Bournemouth uh, defence and issues, but I think the same vice versa. Uh, this West Ham team is yet another uh, renewal of just false belief and false hope and overspending on European talent who haven't really done it before. Uh, BTTS and a draw, if you agree with us, is 18-5 to 5 with Bet Victor. So that means we would all we'd be winning, so probably one to avoid. But if you agree with us, then BTTS and a draw is 18-5. to 5. Uh, The no, the afternoon game and probably arguably the game of the weekend sees Chelsea host Arsenal. Maurizio Sarri's first game in charge of Chelsea. Ali, uh, I know you saw a fair bit of the Chelsea-Huddersfield game last weekend. What did you make of it and do you think that Chelsea are going to get past Unai Emery? Yeah, I was impressed with, with how quickly Sarri's style is starting to be implemented at Chelsea and I'm more optimistic about their chances this season than I was before that game, I thought that it would be a, basically Chelsea and Arsenal battling for fifth and sixth position. But I do think, you know, there's a long way to go. I do think that Chelsea have shown signs that they can be better than that. Uh, I think that they'll dispose of Arsenal this weekend. Uh, they've got a great record against Arsenal uh, over the over the years. Uh, I'm going to go for a, a Chelsea win to nil and two goals for Chelsea. So two nil. Two nil Chelsea, Ryan. It's going to be a close one. I don't think we'll be quite as comfortable as you think. Um, Arsenal putting an awesome performance against Man City, didn't they? As you'd expect. 2-1 Chelsea. 2-1 Chelsea. So you still think Chelsea win? I still think Chelsea will win, but it'll be much closer than people might think. Yeah, I think 2-0 Chelsea as well. Ali, I keep copying you every single time. Um, but uh, I think this Arsenal team looks even more Arsenal than ever. I think that that Grenduzzi bloke looks like he's <laughs> Arsene Wenger's absolute perfect signing, technically gifted and just absolutely nothing else. Um, I really like Sarri. I like, I like the squad he's put together. I think that even without, uh, without Hazard, you saw how, how good William and Pedro were together last weekend. At home, I think that Chelsea to nil, I agree with Ali, is a good one. But um, yeah, I, I think 2-0 is just about the one I'm going to go for rather than 2-1. But we all seem fairly sure that the 5-6 to six best price about Chelsea is worth snapping up. 
That's your Saturday done. You're going to be waking up on Sunday morning gearing up for the uh, televised game, which is Manchester City against Huddersfield. Huddersfield, obviously, a horrible start to their second campaign in the top flight facing Chelsea and then travelling to Manchester City. City are as short as 14, sorry, 16 on to win this game. So no prizes here for guessing the winner. But Ryan, what's the score going to be as well? Well, it's funny because Huddersfield last season actually had a quite good record against City. 1-0 home defeat and then obviously they drew 0-0 at the Etihad. Although this season, unfortunately, Huddersfield fans, it'll be different. Um, it's not going to be an absolute humiliation. It's going to be 3-0 Man City. It's going to be at a canter as well. It's going to be 3-0 Man City. It's apparently it's going to be that. Ali? Yeah, I'm confident there might be more. <laughs> I, I have huge respect for both David Wagner and the Huddersfield team. But the realities of these games, when they come up against the likes of Chelsea and Man City, they have to play this very compact 5-4-1 formation. They, they find it very tough to get out of their own half when they're set up like that. So I'm expecting this to be attack versus defence, you know, 80% Man City possession. And even without Kevin De Bruyne, the talent that they have, uh, attacking from wide areas especially, which is where I think Huddersfield are a little bit vulnerable. Uh, I can see this being 5-0 to Man City. 5-0 is only 11-1. to one. A nice little fact for you here. 5-0 is a shorter price than 1-0, um, <laughs> which is a nice, a nice little thing. 6-0 is as short as 14-1. to one. I am going to go for Manchester City to win 4-1. Um, I think that Huddersfield uh, will sit very deep. I think they'll struggle to keep them at bay. But I think as part of that, they'll be looking to play on the break. And I think we've seen with the City team before that once two or three or four go in, they're pretty happy to keep attacking and don't really think too much about the clean sheet. So maybe some glimmer of hope there for Huddersfield fans. And David Wagner has shown that he can be competitive against Manchester City and Pep Guardiola as well, which is more than many managers can say. Um, the untelevised game, no surprises, it's not on TV, this one, at the same time as Burnley against Watford. Uh, Burnley uh, and Watford. Watford getting off to a decent start. Burnley obviously suffocating a Samson attack and coming away with a hard-earned point. Burnley, the home team, are the favourites here. Is that fair? I think it's fair, but I'm going to go for a draw here. I don't think that there's going to be many goals, so I'm looking at another nil-nil for, for, for Burnley, starting the season off as they mean to go on. Burnley nil, Watford nil is my tip for this one. Ryan? I don't want a nil-nil. I really don't. You don't why? I don't want one. But... As much of a purist as I am, I want to see at least one goal, so I think Burnley you will You're watching, mate. It's not on TV. I'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> Legally. Um, I'm going to say one nil Burnley. 1-0 Burnley. Yes. Fair enough. I, you know, it's very boring, but I'm going to go for 0-0 as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's fairly grimness. Although I, I do like Watford, uh, in fairness. I think the, the players they've kept, as, as Troy Deeney said in his interview after the weekend, people think that just by losing Richardson, they're suddenly a poor team, but they've still got Decore, they've still got Deeney, they've brought in Delefeu, but I think you know, Burnley are the absolute masters of keeping people at bay. And I think the 0-0, or no goal scorer, always back no goal, no goal scorer, because it means if there's a known goal, your bet still gets paid out. That is to 6-1, with Betfred. Uh, the last game on Sunday and the penultimate game of the weekend sees Brighton host Manchester United. Brighton, a team who continued their terrible away record um, with a loss, with a defeat in the first game of the season, just two wins away la uh, last season, but they're very good at home. Ryan, Manchester United, despite that win, still question marks over their form. I know you, uh, you like your Brighton, so you can, I'll come to you first. Here. Well, yeah, obviously as a Brighton fan, I like to think that we'll get something from the game. Um, only lost four games at the Amex last season, so that was a very good record. Best outside of top six apart from Everton. So I truly believe that Brighton might get something, so I'm going to say a draw. I need a score. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Ali? I'm going to go for 1-0 United. Oh, this, is one United. Of those, this is one of those games where you, you think about everything and you're convinced 
that, that Brighton can get something. And I do think they can. But I've learned in the past that when I think that, United always win 1-0 and it'll be a scrappy goal. So uh, Man United to, to beat Brighton 1-0 is my tip. Mourinho well. teams often find a way, don't they, as well? They do, yeah. yeah. Mourinho time. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, I did, a, did a few quid in last season by getting against United. And I haven't learned from my mistakes here. I'm back in no goal scorer again at 8-1. to one. I just think this United team, when they come up against a half-decent defence away from home, could struggle to break through. And, and I'm still just sure that um, you know, Brighton are a decent home team. I'm sure this United team are going to drop a lot of points this season in games that they should pick up. Um, I think Paul Pogba is obviously absolutely huge to them. And if he isn't purring, then it could be a very boring game indeed. Monday Night Football looks like an absolute cracker, the first one of the season. Two teams who really impressed on opening weekend in Liverpool and Palace. Um, Crystal Palace's first home game of the season, Wilfred Zaha having just signed the new contract. Palace, a team who Liverpool have got a really, really bad record against as well, especially Jurgen Klopp in recent seasons. Ali, does that continue today? Or is this new look Liverpool going to rock and roll their football through Selhurst Park? Great phrasing, and it's going to be rock and rolling from <laughs> Liverpool. I think that Palace's defence is there to be got at. Uh, I think that Liverpool are already on a high after their first game this season. Some of their summer additions already looking good and clicking. Uh, I really rate this Liverpool side. I think that this is going to be 4-1 to Liverpool. 4-1 Liverpool. Ryan? I'm not sure it'll be quite as easy as that. Liverpool actually have got a good record at Selhurst Park against Palace, obviously, rather than the reverse fixture um, and we know that Sacco and Tonkins haven't lost a game yet as a centre-back pairing so I think it'll be a close game I think Liverpool win 2-1 Nice, I agree with you I've gone for Liverpool 1-0 um, we've seen this Liverpool team struggle against teams that sit back a lot um, I think that um, the pace that Palace have in Schlupp and Townsend and Zaha in Wambasaka in uh, Van Aanholt means that Liverpool won't be able to commit too many men forward as well and um, Whilst this is obviously new at Liverpool, I still think the same problems and breaking down teams who sit deep with a low block could happen again. I do think they probably will break through eventually, but I'm going for 1-0 Liverpool. There you have it. You've had about uh, 30 predictions there in about 15 minutes. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back next week with the same. Thanks very much for Ali for coming in as well. Make sure you do listen to the Matchbook podcast because it is very good indeed. And look out and listen out for Ryan's previews. They're all on site, his written previews, his tips. And subscribe to our YouTube channel as well where you'll find all of his tips and all of our preview content as well. 